live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, it's SC Gurus. Is a rainmaker? Webster's defines a rainmaker as a person whose influence can initiate progress or ensure success. SC Guru's Rainmaker comes to you each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you some of the biggest rainmakers on the World Wide Web. Our guests will include major search engine executives, payment processors, advertising executives, and an array of sales and marketing pros. We invite you to join your host, Darren Pappin, also known as SE Guru, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. SE Guru is the foremost authority on search engine optimization and is taught at conferences worldwide. Brandy is an expert in business development, public relations, and sales and marketing. Together, they bring you Rainmaker, a true crossover platform for mainstream and high-competition webmasters alike. Log into the chat, kick back, and get ready to open yourself up to a new generation of Webmaster Radio. It's SE Guru and Brandy, and you're listening to Rainmaker. Well, that's right, everybody. It is uh, it's Thursday, which means another edition of Rainmaker. And, and my, my beautiful wife is over here fighting with her chair because her butt is all of two inches from the ground. You should see her. Wow. She, she, what? There she goes. I grew up. Looked like you were trying to land a plane there for a minute. I, I, I felt like a Neanderthal with my knuckles dragging on the ground. <laughs> kind of funny. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. You, you're looking awfully beautiful. You are looking stunningly handsome. And um, we 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 don't have a ton of time to kibitz. No, we don't. We'll kibitz uh, on the back end. We'll, 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 we'll kibitz but on I the back end. But I do, in case we have a listener out there. Right, right. Susan Bratton sent me a fabulous t-shirt, and she's probably thinking, Brandy's so rude. I just got it today, and I, it's adorable, oh. so thank you. Oh, very cool. Very, I, I did see that. That was, for, that was from Susan. Okay. That was from Susan. Okay. Yeah. Very cool T-shirt for I, her I, holiday I abroad. The imagery was outstanding. Perfect. We'll perfect. Just, we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay, so so obviously um, a, a, a lot of a lot of folks have heard that uh, you know we've we've started to hype that there's a new show coming. There's three new shows coming. Well, of course, there's three new shows <laughs> coming. It's premier week. Premier week. Next Wednesday. Next or next Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Thursday. Yes. Which is very exciting. Uh, th- three new shows. We're, we're, we're extremely excited about it. And uh, one of these shows is called Life Tips. And we have um, the president of Life Tips and um, our, our newest member of the WebmasterRadio.fm family with us. And unfortunately... Um, fortunately, I get to call him a friend. Unfortunately, I didn't read his bio, but I understand we're going to be talking about testicles. What? Um, what? <laughs> let me T- see. Testicles. We're be talking about testicles, the loss of a testicle, the benefit of people for the loss of the testicle. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And all sorts of other interesting <laughs> things this evening. Welcome, Byron White. Although I prefer to call him Clint because when he wears his cowboy hat, he it, looks like Clint Eastwood it, to it, me. Kind of, kind of like Clint Eastwood. But he, she does. She runs around calling you Clint half the day, and it confuses the hell out of me because I, I wanted to call you Clint. How are you, Clint? 
fine and dandy. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice, to, nice to be on the show and uh, appreciate you folks having me. Uh, <laughs> indeed, and and can I can I tell you, Byron, you've you've uh, you've definitely stepped into. Um, a, a warm family that that uh, is going to have a lot of fun, uh, especially at your expense. And I'm looking forward to that because uh, if you've heard any of of the promos that 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 uh, the production staff puts together around here, uh, you're in trouble. Just, they're pretty just, damn humiliating. I'm just telling you, <laughs> they're you're, humbling. You're, yeah, they're humbling. You're you're in trouble. Well, you heard the one with Brandy before we got on the air here. Did you hear that? I did. Oh, it's humiliating. Yeah. yeah, she she you know. <laughs> It, it is what it is. It's some, we'll take you out of context, and we'll we'll turn you around. We'll turn you upside down, and and we'll we'll make it so funny. But Byron, how are you? We're great over here at Life Tips. All is well, uh, and uh, and I'm doing well myself. Thanks, thanks again for having me on the show. Well, tell tell us t- tell everybody real quick. Uh, what 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 is Life Tips? Just 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 so we can get that out of the way, because I, I think everybody's sure. probably going what Life Tips. What the hell is that? Sure. Life Tips uh, offers 80,000 tips to, to millions of monthly visitors, uh, and we essentially are an online publisher, if you will, that, uh, that publishes great content that hopes to help people make their life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Excellent. And we all need a little bit of that, <laughs> especially the we wiser all- and the faster part. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we make life better one tip at a time. Cool. So let me. All right. So let's go back a little bit in time. Indeed. But prior to you being the sage guru that you are right now, uh, where are you from originally? I'm from Orono, Maine, of all places. Where's Orono, Maine? Orono. Orono. Hello. Hello. O R O N O. That's where the University of Maine is. It is. I've wow. been to the university. I must have been really messed up because I've been to the University <laughs> of Maine. <before. laughs> There, there are a few of us that, that made it out of the gates uh, of Maine, and uh, and uh, but no, I really uh, enjoyed growing up there. I, I'm, I'm from Worcester, Mass, originally, and, and moved moved Don't to Maine. Don't brag about that. Yeah, oh. exactly. Wow. Uh, but uh, my dad's a professor of philosophy uh, at the University of Maine, and I oh. uh, was the chairman of the department up there. And I moved up there when I was about 12 years old, and got out fairly quickly um, after about five or so years, and went to prep school in Vermont. Uh, and then on to Connecticut, and then on to the London School of Economics, and, and lots of other neat things. So let me ask you a question. Are you more of a maniac or a masshole? Probably I like to say a maniac. Uh, and I think that all employees over the years that have, that have ever worked for me or with me have, would, would say, that guy is a maniac. <laughs> very nice. intense, very, very driven, workaholic, uh, and just enjoy, enjoy the opportunity to, to work. Good for you. So, all right, when did you first, so you went to, but first of all, what took you to London? Um, well, when I left Connecticut College, I went back to, to school. Uh, I got hired by Arthur Anderson and, and went back to school to get my master's in public accounting. And I was actually a, a philosophy undergraduate major in Connecticut, at Connecticut College and uh, strangely took a job with Arthur Anderson that must have gotten their recruiting mission wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but they hired some liberal arts students that went back to school in a special MSPA program. And I made it through about a year of the program and desperately wanted out, so I applied to LSE and got in and ended up graduating from LSE with a master's in business. Good for you. On, on their bill? 
Not on, not on our, I, I was on Arthur Anderson's bill for a year and then transferred from the program that I was in in Hartford, Connecticut, actually, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and transferred to LSC on my own bill. <laughs> so what, 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 what brought you, I mean, that's a big change just to go out of the country. What, what, what made you want to make that change? And especially, and what made you make that, I mean, it's a big career move to go to Anderson, Arthur Anderson to begin with. What would make you pull out of a management program like that? You know, I had I had traveled um, to uh, to Europe um, in the summer, one summer while I was at uh, at Connecticut College, and I actually went to uh, Cambridge University and studied Baroque art and Shakespeare for a summer. Ooh, in like, I don't in like, like yeah, it's interesting in a, in a six week uh, program. Um, and prior to that, I, I got a URL pass and did the youth hostel thing and had a blast in Britain. And then after the program, I went over to Europe. So I was dying to get back to Europe. I mean, I, you know, Europe was really where all roads at the time were leading to me to just get, get out of the country and get some international experience. And, and LSE said, we'll take you, which I couldn't quite believe. But uh, I read the letter a couple times <laughs> of acceptance, and <laughs> sure enough, off I went. That's awesome. So what was your passion? Like, what was your passion back then? Because um, obviously it wasn't um, Arthur Anderson. You know, I, I had a strange... I was this odd duck that in, in, as a freshman in, in, uh, at Connecticut College, I was a hockey player and got really, you know, hooked into the whole hockey thing and partying like a wild animal. But after I went to Europe um, and went through that program, I really kind of changed my tune a little bit and actually became a real student. And, uh, you know, I just had this metamorphosis of myself and actually enjoyed studying a fair amount, which kind of led me to, into the, the program with, with Arthur Anderson and then, and then London. So, but, but not to fear, I party like a rock star, you know, uh, when I was in London and, and really enjoyed it and, you know, uh, was on the golf team over there and the ski team over there and took full advantage of the European experience. Good for you. Good for you. So where is your, you know, when you start talking about like when you were a little kid and you had your father, you know, he worked at the university and what have you. Like, what did you want to do? I mean, because it's interesting, you, you know, you find the kids either want to follow in their parents' footsteps, you know, like my father's a doctor, so then I'm going to become a doctor or they completely rebel. But it sounds like you were somewhere right in the middle of that. I had a very unusual family. If you can imagine, my dad's a professor of philosophy. My mom's an artist, and they're very, <laughs> you know, conversational people. You know, you come home from school and you talk about, you know, issues that change the world rather than, you know, what you do at school today. It was, it was a very odd upbringing, I must say. Well, it sounds like a nice, a broadening upbringing. Yeah, you know, it's it. Um, uh, you know, uh, interestingly enough, um, you know, my my mom was was uh, unfortunately passed away about eight months ago. But she was very much I'm an sorry. inspiration for me starting Life Tips. Um, she was kind of a Martha Stewart, you know, super inquisitive, just full of of questions and and des- passion and desire for what make things work and how to do things and you know how to store your lettuce after you buy it from the grocery store and on and on and on. She just had a thirst for knowledge and, and also had lots of recommendations, uh, you know, for me when I was growing up. So I said to myself, when I left high school, I used to keep lists of entrepreneurial ideas. And the number one list that I always wanted to pursue was this company that I was going to start called Life, which stood for Living Improvements for Everyone. And the concept was I get my mom as my first consultant that knocks on people's doors and says, hey, for $200, I'll tell you what's wrong with your life. Let me walk through your house. <laughs> so 
the concept was to was to pan you know sort of pawn my my uh my my mom mom off as this sort of door to door sort of Amway consultant and create a global company that would make the world a better place. So that was life, which then morphed into Life Tips at a, at a much later stage of my life after I'd started a couple of other interesting ventures. Oh, how, I mean, good, nice, beautiful tribute to your mom. I'm really sorry, you know, that you're going through that loss, but you know, good for you that you had a great mom that was an inspiration and was allowing you to live a lifestyle that is terrific. Her torch lives on. Her torch. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. talking about it. Seriously, that's how I talk about it. She, she's uh, part of the culture here. It's amazing. And employees have met her. And it's just she's, she's really, she's in our minds. So it's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good mission. So you know what? Let's pay a little homage to uh, passing the torch. And, um, Over web radio waves. <laughs> yes, and let's go. Enhanced by the, the hurricane. Is this a good sign, by the way, that, that I'm on the show this week and a hurricane hit Florida? I don't know. Is that good or bad? I well, can't, it, I can't. it actually wasn't a it was hurricane. hurricane it wasn't. And we, we, we actually skated just past it. So, Got uh, it. Yeah, we were, it, was, it was all good. It's a good sign, and we're very, very, <laughs> believe me, and I actually had as a cute little silly quip, but on my cover story radio show I was supposed to have on... Um, Sorry, I was supposed to have on the, uh, the, the the marketing columnist from the Sun Sentinel. He also is the columnist over at Advertising Age. Sorry, and he he lives in South Florida. He said, "Brandy, we're not going to be able to do this interview because." You know, we're, we don't have any more electronics around us. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we're not going to do this interview, Brandy, because the hurricane's coming. And I'm going, you know what? No, we're doing the damn interview because we're at home. And if we're home, I'm not dealing with no cable and whatever. So Mother Nature's going to comply and we're not having the storm. And it was the greatest feeling to, you know, call him on Wednesday and go, hey, how's about that storm? We're having the interview. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our featured guest, Clint. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. Radio.fm has set the barrier on 100% original programming. Starting September 5th, we're raising the bar. Join us Tuesday, September 5th for Premiere Week. Three new original shows, three straight days. Tuesday, September 5th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Have your finger on the pulse of search engine marketing. On the pulse with Barry, Rusty Briggs Schwartz. Wednesday, September 6th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. Learn solutions on fixing your content and sponsor link troubles with the help of one of the largest web publishing sites on Life Tips. Thursday, September 7th, Susan Bratton is back with a brand new show talking to the most important names in digital marketing on Dishy Mess. Catch Premier Week, three brand new shows, three days back-to-back, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. 
Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Sink your teeth into 100% original programming. WebmasterRadio.fm And try our daily search cast. It's made fresh every day. WebmasterRadio.fm Back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. All right, we are back. I'll say it right this time with Byron Wright. Um, <laughs> with Byron Wright? That's right, Brandy, that's right. You know. <laughs> so it doesn't work for me. God. I'm so sorry. You know, we have changed people's names before, and, and the community sticks with it. So that's... <laughs> you know what? Uh, before long, you guys are just going to have to duke it out. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I wouldn't want to be in that ring. No, you really don't. <laughs> Can I tell you? She, she's a wild one. I feel so bad. I, I, I gave poor Becky from Bruce Clay an egg on you, her head. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that she did. Were you there for the sumo wrestling? I, I was not there for the sumo wrestling match. Wow, you really missed that. That was pretty amazing. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, it, it, it was truly interesting. Uh, not to belabor the sumo wrestling thing, though. T- 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 tell us, tell us what, what made you shift gears um, and, and look to the Internet? Let's see. In 1992, I started a company called Freelance Access, which was a graphic arts placement agency representing graphic designers and web designers, copywriters, um, an interesting batch of people. I started uh, a Boston office um, in 92, and um, in around 95 or 96, all was going well. So I started a, an office in New York City, which has many legs of stories we don't have time to go into. Um, but um, it was so successful uh, that I got an opportunity to sell the business to a company called Aquent, who you may know, um, and mm-hmm. uh, they purchased uh, Freelance Access in 1997. For how much money? Um, and so moving right along. <laughs> no, they, for how uh, much money? The transition went <laughs> very well for all employees, um, and I thought I was going to 
you know, uh, onward we go. And uh, uh, thought I was going to sort of leave the company and gracefully after about six months. But um, I actually quite enjoyed uh, the opportunity, and they quickly put me on the management team there and um, asked me to become the director of worldwide sales. And um, it was a fabulous opportunity, and I actually quite enjoyed it uh, and uh, traveled out to 16 different offices training people on how to sell. Um, and I uh, became relatively famous for some for some tactics that were quite radical, like doing a cold call in a live cold call in front of every office uh, that I went to in front of you know ten, fifteen, twenty people, Good and thing. every single call I did was to their hardest client that they've never been able to get past the gatekeeper, and sure enough, this guy shows up and does a call and gets through and talks with not just one person but like multiple people over a series of of calls that I would make with some tactics that I that I brought to folks. So it was really fun. I had a great time. It was an interesting company, kind of a holistic philosophy. And um, and I loved it. So I did that for two years. But, you know, I got the bug again. The web was starting to get very exciting back in 97, 98, you know, 99. So sure enough, I got the bug, pulled out my list of companies I wanted to start and morphed life <laughs> into Life Tips. Very Okay. So life, all right, So what year was Life Tips founded? Life Tips was founded in 1999, as far as my incorporation papers are concerned, uh, but it was in my head, you know, obviously quite some time. So 1999, basically. Okay, so let me ask you, I, I want to go back a second, because this is interesting. What are, like, tell me about the tactics that you took to get past those gatekeepers. Some of the, <laughs> give us some of those cool sales tips. I mean, because at the end of the sure. day, like, I think that's really important to pretty much everyone that's listening. Sure. Um, well, you know, my whole philosophy with selling is, is what I call Socratic selling. Okay, Socratic selling is, is nothing more than using questions as a means by which to uh, to you know gain information and learn what problems are. And there's a couple of tricks that that of the trade that that are I think are valuable to pass on to some of your listeners. One is a a philosophy where you have to understand people don't want to be sold to, obviously, mm-hmm. and at the same time, um, people are willing to help you, right? So one of the famous disarming questions I have for a gatekeeper is, can I get your help for a second? Right. And, and pausing right. and letting them answer that question. And a big mistake is instead of, you know, doing the can I get your help for a second, what most people tend to do because of sales managers that bestow this great wisdom on how great your company is, they'll start rambling, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm calling from Lighthouse, we have radio, that's just radio, that's radio, you know, these, right. like, stop talking, please. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I want to listen to, you know, so if you can spin things around a little bit, and you know my favorite example of this is, you know when you're trying to, like, imagine you're late for an appointment, okay? Totally <laughs> different from sales, okay. right? Can okay. you relate to that, Brandy? I can relate. <laughs> How about you, Darren? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so when you're running late for a meeting, you're driving in your car, you're scrambling, and you come up to a street light, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, you know you have to take a right, but there's a huge line of cars, Right, so you're you're desperate. You got to go in the left hand lane, go by all the cars. I'm a asshole. I have no right? issue with that. Get to the end. Now, when you get to the end, and you know you have to cut in front of somebody, you have two choices. One is to be the aggressive. Can I say a hole in the air? I think I can. Mm-hmm. To be the aggressive a hole 
and try to jam your car in front. Or option B, mm-hmm. you can roll down your window and do one of those little hand motions. You don't even have to roll your window down. Right, right. Where you're like asking, can I cut in front of you? You can do in the hand motion. You well, know what I mean? It, well, as soon as you make eye contact with someone, like, yeah. really, they have to let you in. That and, and the little hand motion thing, right? Right. No, I, I do guarantee that all. you, of all the people that I've asked, if you ever have asked somebody to mm-hmm. cut in, they will absolutely let right, you in. Right. Right. Absolutely. No, no one's I, ever said no. Right. You know what? And I that I agree with you because we because I, I do that all the time. So, <laughs> but I, course, I but I always say thank you to people when they right, let me exactly, in. Right. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So the philosophy is here is in in general people want to help you. Okay. If you can ask people for help, they'll probably be willing to help you. Okay. And that's where Socratic selling starts to kick into play. We'd have to spend a lot more time talking about Mm -hmm. it, but you get the general idea. A couple of good tips there for you. Okay, terrific. Now, just another quick question. Now you've asked someone for help. How do you keep them engaged so that they do what you need them to do and you get past the gatekeeper to the decision maker? Well, you have to, um, you know, you have to, there's different strategies for different things you're trying to accomplish, but in general, what you're trying to do is to disarm them and, and explain what you're trying to do and to get a name of somebody that might be a good person to talk with and then go to that person and disarm them and use Socratic selling techniques and undulation in your voice and really just being sincere and nice, you know, which, which is just all you really need to do in the sales world. Well, relationship, relationship, relationship. If people like you, they're more likely to do business with you than someone else. That's, I couldn't agree anymore. Rock on. Okay. So now, 1999, you incorporate your company. It's been in your head a lot longer. And do you take your mom to work with you? <laughs> I wish. You know, I asked her to write tips, uh, and, and she's just like, oh, my gosh, you need thousands. I, would, I can't even start. You know, so she, she was a little bit overwhelmed and didn't quite understand what the needs are. But, you know, we started, we started Life Tips with, number one, I came right out of the gates and hired 10 people without an, a clue as to how we were going to make money or how we were going to make these things work. We, took, we gave everybody a laptop computer that we rented from a friend of mine that owned a, a computer and said, everyone, let's just go to the library and get tips. <laughs> so, <laughs> big field trip. Okay. Big field trip. <laughs> so we all, you know, came back with tips, and that really was the start of Life Tips. It was, it was really quite comical. Now, who was it that you hired? These ten people were they friends? Were they people you worked with previously? Did yeah. you headhunt? Um, no. Well, th- remember back in 1999, you know, 2000. It was tough to find people. This this was an explosive time period where you know, if you had a business plan and, and a vision, and you know, were a leader and, and had a proven track record, you know, you had a chance to get good people to work for you. But if you had a you know, see the fly by by night, you know, sort of mentality, and, and you know, were needed to chase money to to make it all come together, you were just dead in the water. I can't tell you how many business plans I looked at from between like 1990. 97, 98, 99, you know, people with great ideas, you know, but, but no ability capital, to execute, right. no ability to, to, you know, no proven track record. It was just, it was crazy times. So my strategy was to, you know, really be methodical with who I hired and, and um, you know, assemble a really good team kind of all at the same time. So the, the first leg was a really great developer that was at an ad agency, and I found him through some other people I knew, and he was unhappy in, in an agency uh, environment and wanted to do something entrepreneurial, and that then was the first hire, and then I hired sort of a copywriter and hired a couple salespeople that were actually hockey players, captain and assistant captain of the Middlebury hockey team. Yay, <laughs> love Middlebury. There you go. And, um, you know, so I just assembled this group of people, and, 
it was interesting when I started Life Tips. It was in my um, when I when I after I sold my company, I bought a crazy apartment, a condo in Boston on the waterfront that had an indoor golf range and a big screen TV and just crazy. Where's you this? Know, I was a bachelor. I was going through a divorce at the time and I was just like, that's it. I'm just going to be a crazy bachelor. So sure enough, um, I started the company there, but I was, I, I, I wanted to live in my work environment. I literally wanted to, to live. And, and at Flagship Wharf, where this, where this particular unit was, I could not have employees show up in my unit, yet I had space in my unit to literally start the company. Okay. So I, I moved over, uh, I got another place in, in what's called the Leather District of Boston, which was, a, which was a condo building, but it was also zoned for commercial. So I, I moved everyone over to the Leather District in this brand-new, gorgeous uh, condo with hardwood floors and one bedroom in it and a spiral staircase that went up to this old elevator shaft that was our conference room. So my, my, basically my living room was 10 desks. <laughs> all on top of one another with an open kitchen. Imagine a huge high ceiling, you know, you can, you know, sort of an old warehouse that was converted into condos, top floor, just really interesting space. The New York Times actually came in and did a story on the crunch of office space in this booming internet world and how Life Tips was, was an example of a company that was working, the owner was working out of his home. And we literally, were, we would work, you know, 15 Fifteen hours a day it was, it was crazy, fun, around the clock, fun stuff. But that is, but it's neat when you can have it. Like you know, we're like that here in our, you know, here having right. a team that's truly like family. Everyone's playing on the same team to win. Right, right. Like that's cool as hell. You know, when everyone wears different hats and and, and pulls in to, to to make it happen. It's just good, good camaraderie. It's just uh, great, great to have that sort of uh, you know driven environment where, you know, at it, it, this. At the stage we're talking about here, you don't hire people for the wage you pay them in the course of a workday. You hire people because of their talents. Mm-hmm. You know, Agreed. and and talents are not necessarily, you know, what how they perform on a daily basis. They can extend beyond that. Their enthusiasm, their passion, their their ethics. Right. The loyalty. So yeah. Been one of my real secrets in, in growing. Uh, life tips and, and, and freelance access is just hire people based upon your gut feel of their talent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And listen to that because I think that's a big dif- difference is people don't always listen to their knower. Uh. Right? Like people get confused between that gut. Like you said, listen to your gut. If this seems like the right person, go for it. They may not look what you in- like what you anticipated on paper, but mm-hmm. they can help. But they're really great fit for your environment because you need to find someone who's got the talent, but they can also fit into your culture as well. Right, okay? right. But a lot I of summarize don't, yeah. it really nicely by saying you need a few rules and high standards in Rock managing on. employees, right? A few rules and high standards. That just, to me, nails what you need to do as a manager as you're growing a company. Yes. Okay. So, no, these are all excellent, excellent points. Let me ask you a question. When you get up in the morning, like, you Assuming I go to bed, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you're not cringing, are you? <laughs> get I mean, up in the morning and yeah, you, when, yeah. when you get up in the morning you're not cringing about about your day i am so geared to go to the office it's just i i'm revved every day and that I, I mean that's what that's what it's all about ultimately i i would think that that's that's that would be like you know uh three 
you know, what, uh, 3,422 in your list of tips. <laughs> <laughs> when you get up in the morning, love what you do. What, what show was that where they had, uh, what was that? Uh, I want to say it, it was on, um, you know, Show Me the Money. What was that movie? Oh, Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Maguire. You remember where, where oh, they had yeah. the, the sports enthusiast that had those tips? You know, when you get up in the morning, you, you know that 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 kind of uh, um, that that kind of uh, I don't know. It's that kind of of energy, I guess. Mm, that yeah. that when I think about um, what you guys have built, mm. that you know that's got to be very very contagious, and uh, that's got to spill over in your daily life. And I think employees. I mean, the one thing about you know my energy level and passion and all this stuff is. You know, it, it, it's it's not. I had this when I was an account executive at Hill Holiday, an advertising agency in town. When I came back from London, I mean, I had the change the world sort of mentality right from the get go. Um, it got beat up at, at you know at, at all of my steps before I started my own company, and then finally I could sort of express myself. But I literally had the passion. You know, for me, every day was an opportunity. Um, I remember I was a I was a very uh, sad and sorry uh, sales rep at this printing company. It was my first sales job, right? And they, they said, okay, you know, we're a Providence-based company, you know, minor commuting problem. You're going to have to sell in Boston. But I took that job with such passion. You know, I was like dialed more than I've ever dialed probably in my career. I had a great oh boss that showed me a few things. And I just, I loved that job because they let me do my own thing. I, you know, I worked from my home. It was like I can't believe these people are letting me do this. You know, they're a little training in Providence, but go get them, Byron. We believe in you. And, and it paid off for them. I, I was a good rep for that company. Well, that's awesome. But I think what that does show, and I could be wrong about this, but I think that what it does show about you, and I think, and Darren and I, I think, are like this, whether we've worked for other people or worked for ourselves in the past, is when you do something, whether you work for yourself or someone else, like you, if you have that fire in your belly, you have that fire in that in your belly and you're going to take care of someone else's business as if it was your business. Because you know what? If you're spending your time at that company, you should be spending your time at that company because you respect yourself. And the only way you can respect yourself is you put in 150%. Couldn't agree anymore. You know, so it sounds like like that's who you are. So we're missing some of the stuff. So you got some background in advertising, which obviously helped to um, translate into what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, what other kind of, I mean, you worked for a printing company, so you've become like a dra- jack of all trades here. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you done, Byron? Oh, uh, let's see. The, um, <laughs> he did know. a couple of movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before he was born, actually. Besides my professional movie career. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no I, I think, uh, let's see, after I left, I definitely bounced around. I was a one-year wonder for about four jobs. Let's see, Hill Holiday, um, then I went went to work for Franklin Graphics, a printing company. Mm-hmm. Then I went to work for a company called Foster Design, which was a graphic design firm uh, in the, located in the Back Bay. Um, then I got another offer while at Foster Design and went to work for a company called Bennis Communications, which was a big corporate ID firm. So I kind of landed at Hill Holiday and stayed in that space of design, advertising, graphics, um, you know, if for about four or five years before finally uh, starting Freelance Access, which, again, was in the same space, um, you know, sort of offering services of, of uh, creative talent. Um, so that's that's how the, the, the career the unfolded. Yeah. Which yeah. is interesting. So, you, so, you know, so you basically 
sharpen various tools at all these different companies until you were able to have enough tools in, in your in your case to open up your own game. That's right. Good for you. Now I know, Candy, you were asking about my testicle. Okay. Well, we're gonna get okay. Okay, Clint, and, you're calling me Candy. Oh, 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 well, then we're even. Fair enough. Brandy, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But you know what they say? Well, candy's dandy, candy. but Brandy's better. Candy's right next to me. Oh, sorry. Did I say that on the air? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, so anyway. That's so, okay. Brandy, okay. sorry, you were asking the, okay, the, the world-famous Brandy. I might add, I can't really screw that up on the air, I guess. Yeah, but, there you go. Um, the, um, so, uh, in 1992... Um, I was working at Bennis Communications, and um, right before I was about to, uh, you know, track down a marriage path with my first wife, um, I went in for a routine checkup, you know, and let's check all the pipes, make sure everything's working okay. And sure enough, at that time, someone discovered a lump in one of my testicles. And, uh, you know, you can imagine the rest of the story. I had a, uh, was diagnosed with, with testicular cancer at the time. And, um, and uh, you know, it wow. had sort of a life-changing event in my life, and all right before I was about to get married. Which is I, huge. I mean, how, what, yeah. what, I mean, really, I mean, I, I know we're kind of cutting it short on time. No, 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 that's okay. But unfortunately, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, I don't know anyone that hasn't been touched by cancer, and especially for you to have that in such a huge like, I mean, this is like your, your, your step into being an adult and a man. Yeah. And you know, highs and lows, right? So, you know, went through that experience and um, very, very interesting. But it inspired me. Um, I actually was diagnosed with, 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 with two different times, types of cancer, um, and a teratoma and a seminoma. And as a result of that unusual feature, um, I qualified for a program at Dana-Farber. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Boston, uh, that was a, a kind of a monitoring program. I opted to enter the program, and it was a little bit radical because it didn't involve any chemotherapy or radiation, which are typical protocols right. for for uh, testicular cancer patients. A little bit risky, but I, I I really wanted to, you know, not that I was. Oh, let's donate my body for you know to Dana Farber and just wrap it up here. But no, it was but they've got like, a great reputation. Sounded good, yeah. you know. Uh, Dr. Kantoff was was leading this this program, so I got into it and went through it, and it was it was very inspiring for me to go through this whole procedure. And I had, of course, a lot of support from friends and families. So with, with a good sense of humor, I decided to start a golf tournament, and I named it the Lost Ball Golf Tournament. Oh, my God. That's great. I got to tell you that, you know, I was, I was uh, you know, I had gotten a lot of early press at, at, at Freelance Access, you know, but when, when, when I went public with with this desire to raise money for the jimmy fund and with a golf tournament i mean i became legendary in the boston marketplace because of that tournament more importantly i raised over a hundred thousand dollars for the jimmy fund in a 10-year spin on that golf tournament and it was really just one of the most incredible rewarding things i've ever done in my life or been part of to see the support i had Donations from Red Sox, you know, Larry Bird signed basketballs, Yay. just on and on and on. Every year, the, the the donations were just greater and greater, and it was you know it's a lot of work, obviously, to run a but, tournament but, of that magnitude. Right, but, but a lot, but you got um, a lot out amazing. of it. Amazing. Um, and you also got to see that what you were going through, unfortunately, you're not the only person, but you were able to do something positive, which allowed you to probably become a lot healthier because you were making a big contribution and having some yeah. fun, right? Like poking it, a little bit of fun with it. How long? Just did amazing. It- just amazing. But, you know, Darren would love this, uh, the, the logo for the tournament, uh, um, naturally sure. coming from the, the graphics <laughs> background. Okay. Imagine a golf ball on a golf tee with a shadow, and then imagine a tee next to it without a golf ball with a shadow. 
Oh, <laughs> oh just, baby. You know, every year the invitations were absolutely unbelievable. That's um, awesome. I, I worked with a, with a designer. I worked with a couple of designers on these invitations, but I'm telling you, you're gonna, I'll, I'll have to bring these out of the archives the next time I see you folks and, and show this or publish it on a website or something. But amazing, uh, you, know, uh, you know, response to these invitations. And it re- these invitations really made it. You know? Let me ask you a question. This is a horrible question for me to ask. Sure, yeah. How do you still wake up every day in fear? Like, how often do you actually think about that? Like, I think it's so great that you turned it around and, and, and you did something really positive with it. But at the same time, you know, do you still wake up every day going, oh, my God, or are you past that? You know, totally past it. It's just, uh, you know, one, one of these things that you, 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 you manage your emotions at the time of going through uh, any traumatic experience. And, and really on, on a scale of, of trauma, just so you can understand, the probability of a reoccurrence, you know, with the program I was going through was fairly small. So if you're going to get a cancer, that's a pretty good one to get, believe it or not. Good for you. And you know, it's like they call a lot of things, God forbid, cancer, but it's not, you know, like when you think of cancer, you think of things that could come back at any time. Right, right. And I think it's horrible to attach that name to all the things that they do because, you know, you had, you had a situation was taken care of and I'm glad that's behind you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the, uh, uh, it's, you know, there, there are actually a couple hundred thousand people out there that have been diagnosed every year with testicle cancer, believe it or not. It's, it's, it's incredibly uh, more widespread than, than you'd think. So, uh, it's you very know, it's spooky. Keep, keep faith on, on that one. And, uh, but if you're going to get one, believe it or not, it's, it's a very low probability of reoccurrence. If there is a reoccurrence, it's typically in your lymph node area. But, uh, and, and, and there it's, it's fairly treatable with, with chemo or radiation, like a you know, 70, 80 percent, uh, you know, uh, uh, cure so uh uh anyway that's the cancer story so i thought you folks would appreciate that yeah well no thank you for sharing and you know what there's the lost ball (laughs) the lost ball golf you know what if you and if you can't have if you can't laugh at it you know and and have fun with it you know like (laughs) what else would you do there you go. Right? Well, and do like, something that's going to make a cool contribution. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's part of the fabric. I mean, I think people listening to your show, by the, by the name alone, Rainmaker, you know, they want to be Rainmakers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you need high standards of greatness, as we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. in your life. And, and everything I've done, you know, leading up to, you know, in my career has tried to be, you know, looking out of the box saying, hey, what... What would really work well? How can I achieve greatness? Can I achieve greatness in this niche? Um, and uh, and if so, give it a go. Give it your full all. You know. Good for you. I've had lots of failures. Don't get me wrong. No, and we'll get to that. I know you have to leave, and I'd love because <laughs> no, well, no, no, it's I, inspiring yeah. to talk about you know the failures that you've had and, and dusting yourself off. Because I'm a very firm believer of brandyism number 764. Of you know, there's two. One is never be jealous of anyone because you don't know what happens when they go home and close their door. And you don't know what they see when they look in the mirror in the morning. And I also believe that everyone's got the same amount of crap just in different areas. <laughs> like nobody, nobody. Clutter gets. analysis. Hmm. <laughs> How can we carry that over into into success? That's that's. I, I want to hear the answer to that. Can I tune into one of your shows and learn more about that? You're such a goofball. Sure, <laughs> but 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 do, do, do you know what I'm saying? And I do yeah, think no, that totally. Yeah, you've gone like people look at other people and they think, oh well, you know, they're so lucky. You know, they they breeze through things, or they everyone's got the crap. And at the end of the day, yes, when something's happening to you, it is the worst thing in the world. But you've got to take your little wallow time so it doesn't you know and deal with it so it doesn't bite you in the butt later. But wipe yourself off. And move on, because at the end of the day, 
Like, what else? You know, misery loves misery, right? Don't talk. Learning from defeat, you know, positive self-image, you know, concentration, imagination. There's some really interesting studies done, um, and, and I can share more data about this, but someone did a, a really interesting study of 50 uh, uh, multimillionaires that were self-made multimillionaires, mm-hmm. and they looked at all of these characteristics, and each one of them coincidentally had, like, off-the-charts ratings for these 15 or so principles, okay? okay? They're, you know, and this is sort of rough, and I won't get everyone right, but it's desire, enthusiasm, um, knowledge, or maybe it was use of knowledge, self-confidence, pleasing personality, um, persistence, self-discipline, imagination, concentration, sound health, you know, learning from defeat, I think was another one. Mm-hmm. You get the idea, empathy, empathy, which, which by the way, empathy alone, yes. one of those, to laser focus on one of those, mm-hmm. if you look at the difference of sympathy versus empathy, it's amazing, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing what the distinction is between that one characteristic. When I you're agree. sympathetic to somebody, like let's say you're a sales rep calling on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. If you're sympathetic, you're, you tend to say, for example, yeah, I know you. this is a tough decision for you in making, and I, I can see why you'd want to put that off. Okay, I'll call you in a couple weeks, okay. right? Okay. But if you're empathetic, if, you're, if, you, if, you, if you use empathy, you, you take a different tact. You say, you know, I understand why you would think that way, but really this is a critical decision for your company that I think can make a big difference. I want you to make this decision now. You know, not in two weeks. Let's cut to the chase. What are the blockers for this decision? Because I'm, you see what I'm saying? No. Well, absolutely. Huge if you identify with them, you, I- right. you hey. identify with them and then you knock the objection off the hey, block. Byron. Exactly. Hey, yeah. Byron. Exactly. Yeah. Are you looking for a job? <laughs> you know, just, I've just, sold just. businesses before. I think Webmaster Radio should buy LifeTech. You know, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. I'm just, just saying, you know, I'm just thinking, thinking out loud. <laughs> There you go. Hey, we could buy you. Maybe we'll buy you. Hey, we're all family here, right? Yeah. We're all family. We need to help each other, and that includes the listeners. And uh, and I enjoy helping people very much. And uh, so I look forward to the opportunity to help Webmaster Radio FM or anybody else that's listening. And, of course, the weekly show coming up, Mm -hmm. Bing and a Bang and a Boom. You know what? Next I think it's going to get into some of these neat ideas we're talking about today. Well, it is, and I think it's going to really, you know, that's the cool part about it is, is we're going to have, what, a technical aspect to the show, and then we're going to have um, the fun aspect, per se, to the show. But it's all going to lead to everyone feeling exactly what Life Tips stands for, feeling better, um, making things easier, faster, better, wiser, and of course, because it's Clint Eastwood, cooler. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to add that to our repertoire. Yeah, Basically, something. we're trying to break the world down to the show down into two tips, three hints, four websites, and one secret that could change your web marketing world or your life. And a partridge in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the format that we're going to play with. And, and naturally, you know, in, in the radio business, it may take a couple of different formats to make it work. But, Rock on. But I'm convinced that, that that could be a great starting ground for us. It's going to be, you know what? It's going to be phenomenal. Like everything else, it's going to take form as it, as it grows its wings. And I know, Byron, you need to leave. Um but you know what? I don't have to ask you if you're going to come back again because we know you'll be we here know. next yep. Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Hey, That's really great. enjoy uh, enjoy uh, the format of show you guys have here, and thanks for being uh, letting me be an honored guest on Rainmaker. Yeah. Yay, rock on! I know it. we barely scratched the surface with you, but go eat. That's all right, <laughs> and we will uh, we'll see you here next week. Right on. Look look forward to uh, to a great future with Webmaster Radio. All right, oh, bye, same here. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Sit tight and don't move. Rainmaker. We'll be back after this short break. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm Thanks for listening. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is Definitely King. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Jump into the inner circle every Thursday with That's a Wrap. I'm sitting here surfing beertown.org. <laughs> and I'm looking at the article that says beer is food, and I've been making that argument forever. You really want to appreciate the flavor and diversity of all these microbrewed craft beers that America's 1,300 craft breweries are making. You've got to serve it not at warm temperatures as we know them here in the United States. 45 to 50 degrees is what the British say is warm, but have you ever t- tried taking a bath in 45 to 50 degree bath water? Right. The, uh, more than one thing will turn blue, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's all right. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, followed by Rainmaker, only on Webmaster Radio. This is Reverend Jesse Jackson. Keep hope alive with Webmaster Radio.
Now back to Rainmaker, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Well, all right now. Settle on down. Settle on down. Settle down. So that was, we need to change. Everyone used to call Byron White of Life, Life Tips now. Clint. Clint. Don't, don't. That's just <laughs> no, wrong. I love changing people's names. It works for him. You're just wrong. I mean, aside from the fact, we didn't bring up the thing. I get why he was named Byron because of who his parents were, uh-huh. you know? But on the flip side, I mean, how many times do you think he got, not not now, but how many times as a kid do you think uh, he got? Okay, okay. You know what? That's just horrible. You keep repeating that. It's that, true. It's just your Byron, Myron. I mean, give me a break. Kids <laughs> are, I mean, he's, you know what? I never asked him about that. But I'm assuming, come on, <laughs> kids are not that nice. <laughs> You're just wrong. No, I'm, I'm usually right. No, you're wrong. Oh, so listen, I, I'm going to bring something up. What? <laughs> what? I'm afraid to ask. No, what? I, I, just, I just kicked, I just got a kick out of what I just said. <laughs> God, I got the giggles. Anyway, yeah, I want to bring something up. <laughs> you know okay. what, guys? I, I don't know. I, I see, you guys can't possibly see Brandy at this point, but she has just cracked herself up. She's I la- love those like average things you say that can have so many meanings. L- 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 like she's just sitting there <laughs> laughing at herself. I am. You know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then who else can? That's okay. El Presidente is <laughs> laughing at you too. Good. So. Thank you. No, don't <laughs> laugh at me. Laugh with me. Laugh with her. No. So you know what? We never brought this up. We are looking for. I don't. You can call yourself a director. You can call yourself a vice president of sales and marketing. Oh, so oh. if there's someone out there, yeah, if you're looking for a friggin' job, and you got passion in your belly, you want to do things your way, and they're cool, and they're you got great. Um, you're a self starter who's got great client relationship abilities, and you're a follow through kind good of person. Personal skills. Good personal skills. Good, good hygiene, hygiene skills. That's All that, that's a, the fact that we have to actually <laughs> say that. That's We that's don't have to say that. We've never no, had any issues with anyone with hygiene. No, I know, but but you, you actually do have to say that these days. Well, you smell them before you hire them. I don't them. know. We had a couple of people that come in that yeah. smell kind of funny. Yeah, they do. But anyway, but that, we didn't hire them. But anyway, so we'd like to hire you. So if you're up for the challenge and you want to become a media mogul, then um, email Brandy. B R A N D Y at webmasterradio.fm. That's with two R's. W-E-B-M-A-S-T-E-R-R-A-D-I-O dot F-M. There you go. For those of you on the podcast <laughs> wondering exactly how to spell it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, so that's that's the deal. Uh, all right. I, I do want to remind everyone um, that the new desktop application is, is coming. There are those hanging in the chat room who are actually using the, the alpha version um right now and um uh, can i tell you so far great great feedback um and uh th- you know there's some obvious uh tweaks that uh that we're making to her and uh i hope to have the fine um a final beta version right yeah <laughs> a final beta version that uh, I'm going to pull a Google on everybody. You know, I'll be a beta for six months, right? Uh, we'll actually have the beta ready sometime late uh, tomorrow afternoon, at which point, uh, watch your emails, folks. Uh, I'll be blasting out an email, letting everyone know where to go and download this. 
Uh, also, uh, just 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 a heads up uh, for those of you who already have the application, you don't have to worry about going and re-downloading anything. It's self-updating. Yay! We love things we that self-update. Make it, make it make less it, work. Make it really simple. Uh, El Presidente is asking, "How can you become beta testers?" <laughs> we love that. Uh, very, very simple. I'm, I'm actually, I will actually paste that information over to you, and uh, that way you've now been beta tested. Yeah, that way you can. Uh, but if you're going to do it. We want your feedback, and you need to play with it, please. Well, yeah, de- <laughs> <laughs> definitely play with it, damn it. <laughs> play with it. Um, There's nothing wrong with playing with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, there she goes again. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh like I did before. See, the obvious ones I don't laugh at. The other one, like, that has no meaning to anyone I laughed at. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, El Presidente, you can click on that link right there. I just private messaged you. Yeah, the very top link that says click here to download. <laughs> click that link and like go download. Uh, I like and, that. Do you like cigars? Enjoy. Does enjoy. he like cigars? El Presidente, do you like cigars? Do you like to smoke? Do you smoke after sex? I don't know. I've never looked. See, but that's stupid because of course you can look. Like if you smoked, you'd know it. <laughs> There's a fire under I the mean, sheets. I Someone mean, put it out. I mean, really? Oh my all God! That, all that. Some people breathe heavy, and then there's others that like cough and gag. You know? Oh, there's a fucking promo coming right now. I <laughs> oh, hear no, it that's now. horrible. I just walked right into that. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? I I I, I, I think <laughs> before Brandy opens up her mouth and puts her foot any further One in. One more time. <laughs> yeah, I think we are definitely going to usher. Our, our happy arse is on out of here. <laughs> um, folks, I, I do want to remind you, for those of you who uh, have registered for Search Bash and you haven't paid, go pay. You pay. know you know who you are. Uh, and also, make sure you book your plane tickets. It's a long swim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> outside of that, uh, folks, make sure that you stay tuned in right here to this fantastic station because it's got wonderful programming coming for you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see you next week right here. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm getting off. Well, then hurry up and get off. <laughs> there she goes again. We'll see you later, folks. <laughs>